this is the grand re re reopening of the bug in a rug podcast it's gonna be bigger it's gonna be better it's gonna be more yeah you got it anyway Hello and welcome back to the Bug and Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin and I'm here today with a very special guest. Jack. And we're going to bring you a story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. It's been a long time, so hopefully us being away has made it spookier. It's You know what I mean? We went missing. Yeah, we went missing. There's like, yeah. (laughs) Wait, we made posters for each other? That doesn't make any sense. That's how you hide the crime. uh, I'm the one looking. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, thank you for bearing with us in our absence. This is the grand re, re, re reopening of the Bug in a Rug podcast. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to be more. Yeah, you got it. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> you're not helping me at all i don't know what you want from me you didn't let me you didn't give me an outline i there is no outline well i have an outline so i guess i'll just start you didn't you didn't share it with me <laughs> i didn't share it with the class do you believe in time travel um in what sense what does that mean <laughs> just like you have to think in theory like closer to black holes, time spins faster. So if, like, if you're closer to a black hole, then like whatever. Like our, our understanding of time is very complicated. So if you're closer to a black hole, you are moving through time faster. No. If you go through a black hole, you we don't know what happens. You're t- Have they ever tried to like stick a rope or something into a black hole? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but- uh, have you ever seen? Did you ever watch? Hold on. <laughs> Did you ever used to watch... It was called Lloyd in Space? No. Okay, it was about, like, aliens and stuff. It was cartoon. But he went through a black hole. But he, like, ended up... He ended up just, like, in... Like, it, he popped out through, like, the dumpster, at, like, behind the local restaurant. And everybody, they, like, sent, like, a... One of the can, like the tin cans, threw on a string so he could like talk to them or whatever. And he's like, "We need a pizza." And they like sent through pizza and all that stuff. And then, but like he didn't go anywhere. Have we ever tried that? Like a tin can and a string. I don't think through so. a black hole. Let's just tie a rope on somebody and push them into one. Yeah, and we pull them back. <laughs> Why wouldn't that work? <laughs> so, a little bit of black hole science. <laughs> the time, the time movement per individual is the same. This is the same with light. That's why light's confusing. Because, like, if we're next to each other, moving up to the speed of light, not the speed of light, but, like, as close as we possibly can. Sure. Running? And, like, either. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Riding scooters. (laughs) If Dinah, like, shines a flashlight 
And she's like, in 10 seconds, this light will hit you. Yeah. And I stop and you keep going. Yeah. Like, it's still 10 seconds for both of us. For oh. you, it'll seem like 20 seconds, like, because I'm behind you. Yeah. But for me, I'll be like, wow, you, you started sprinting. It's five seconds. Right, but right. It just is like I got faster. Both. The light didn't get faster. Yes. It would seem that way to I you. Yes, in theory. Yeah, yeah. Because the light is the same. It doesn't like, light doesn't like, like you're trying to light bulb on like it slowly brightens it wouldn't yeah. look like that it just instantly just be like light to like no light to light okay so so what does that have to do with black holes so the same <laughs> aspect like being closer to the center of a black hole in theory in theory time would move faster but it's still like it still feel the same just where like as of right now but like if i'm way closer like I'm still living seconds, but, like, my seconds to your seconds are completely different. Like, my seconds should be, like, your thousands of years. Interesting. So we could live forever if we went in a black hole. No. Okay. Black just, holes are confusing. What's the what's <laughs> So the do you believe in time travel as, like, a person traveling back and forth through time? Not as black holes time travel. I don't know. Okay. Because... I don't know. I've seen The Simpsons. They've and the, they, 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 they've, they've traveled their time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I I, I think it's a risky game because... What if you mess something up? Yeah, do you go back to What if you, you almost sleep with your mother? Isn't that what happened on... Yeah. In, back to the Future? Yeah. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> but I don't know if he does or he... He almost does. He flirts with her, right? Yeah. For sure. Mean. And then no one, it's completely fine. And it's like, hey, like, we just named our kid after the your almost boyfriend that we dated in high school with. Wait, really? I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, it's some, oh, it's, that's weird. Yeah, wait. <laughs> that's wild. Okay, anyway, we're talking about time travel today, if you haven't picked up on it. Not black holes. Some science, some more science that I am unsure about. But we'll get there. So this story was actually requested by the real Jaristotle or at Troubled on the 405 on Twitter, a, a big fan. This person also said that they wanted my parents to be on the podcast, which I had. I was going to try for this one. It just hasn't worked. So the next one, I'm going to try to have my parents on as special guests. Hopefully, hopefully. But anyway, so this is for them. So this is about the time traveler named John Teeter, Titor. Titter? <laughs> I don't know if it's the last one. <laughs> Have you heard? Have you heard? I believe so. Okay. But I don't remember. You know, know the details. I hadn't heard of this one, but time travel, I don't know. The only stuff I've seen, I've heard about is like the pictures of the guy with like the camera back in the time where they're supposed to be like starting a train or something. I don't really know. That's all I know about time travel. Well, anyway, so in 1998, late night paranormal talk show host Art Bell received two faxes from an individual claiming to be a time traveler. The Coast to Coast AM radio channel read the faxes to a captivated audience. The claims in the faxes included information on when time travel was invented, how it worked, and predictions about the future. So allegedly, this individual was working for a government agency when time travel was invented in 2034. They traveled through time using the world's first contained singularity engine, an engine that runs by soaking up radiation and converting it to energy. Now, this is my understanding of it. So take all what I say about this machine with a grain of salt. 
The so-called time traveler stated that, quote, the basic design involves rotating singularities inside a magnetic field. By altering the speed and direction of rotation, you can travel both forward and backwards in time. Time itself can be understood in terms of connected lines. When you go back in time, you travel on your original timeline. When you turn your singularity engine off, a new timeline is created due to the fact that you and your time machine are now there. In other words, a new universe is created. So that is why there are multiple lines. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Okay. Got it? Yep. Got it? Is everybody taking notes? (laughs) The predictions of the future included various wars related to China, Iraq, and Russia. Interesting as well as the end of the world being 2564. So this person basically claimed that they had just, were like, oh, we're just going to travel through time forwards, you know, as far as we can go. And at the, at 2564, like they couldn't go any further. Like their time machine shut off. Like there was nothing to go forward to. Yeah. Art Bell and his audience were fascinated by the information, but nothing else came from this individual until possibly two years later. So they received the faxes. They It was like a huge hit on his show, and he, I think it was a fairly famous show. Um, and so, like, it got a lot of people talking, but he never really reached out to the individual because I think he kind of thought it was fake, you know what I mean, with that question. So there really was no follow-up until maybe... On November 2nd, 2000, someone under the username TimeTravel underscore zero posted on the Time Travel Institute forums claiming to have knowledge of the, quote, six parts needed to create a working time machine. The six parts describe, described included two magnetic housing units for the dual micro singularities, an electron injunction manifold to alter mass and gravity of the micro singularities, <laughs> Dinah! <laughs> A cooling and x-ray venting system, gravity sensors, or a variable gravity lock, four main cesium clocks, clocks, and three main computer units. So, these parts allegedly formed a, quote, stationary mass temporal displacement unit powered by two topspin dual positive singularities that produced... A standard offset Tipler sinusoid. Swad. I don't know. Listen, I have no idea. Time Travel underscore zero insisted that this contraption had been installed in the rear of a 1996 Chevrolet Corvette convertible. This is similar. This is similar. This is similar to the original faxes sent to Arbel. So that's the whole point of this. That this description of a time travel machine that was in this convertible was. Just the back of a car. Very. Yes, yes. But it's also very similar to the faxes. So some people were like, who had listened to the Art Bell thing, were like, hey, this could be the same guy. She's stuck. Dinah's decided that this would be the perfect time to just rip our curtains to shreds. Mm -hmm. Our brand new curtains. But it's fine, guys. It's fine. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Lady. (laughs) Meow. For all our, for all our not, and everyone who's not in the room, she is stuck in the curtains. Yep, she is stuck in the curtains, I think. She's twist herself. You know what? She can stay there, for all I care. No, I'm just kidding. She's out. She's free. Okay, this person with the username travel underscore zero would respond to a lot of questions about 
what he was saying. Like, people would ask him questions. He'd have full-on conversations about, like, what he, what the machine was and would explain it, you know. And I didn't read a lot of that because it was just a lot of, like, how does this work and him explaining it. I didn't think that part was the important part. But if you're super interested in that, there is a way to find those logs and you can read about it. The username time travel underscore zero started popping up under the name John Teeter, Teeter, Teetor, on the Art Bell BBS forums in January 2001. So the same Art Bell that had the faxes on the radio show. Throughout these posts, Teeter claimed to be an American soldier from the year 2036 who was based in Tampa, Florida. During his time as a soldier, he was apparently assigned to a governmental time machine project, time travel project, excuse me, which sent him back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer. This computer was needed to debug various legacy computer programs in his, in his time. Because remember, he's from 2036, right? So John Teeter claimed he was chosen for this mission due to the due to his paternal grandfather being directly involved with the assembly and programming of the IBM 5100 computer. In order to confirm this story, Teeter described unpublicized features of the IBM 5100 to those who were skeptical of the story. Now, I don't quite understand how they would be like that confirms that he knows information that was never publicized. Because how can they check that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, apparently they it was more believable after he told some of this. So while it was not confirmed, many believe that the bug Teeter was referring to was the Unix year 2038 problem. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, this is a very simple explanation of it. But this is a time formatting bug found in computer systems which measure in Unix time, U-N-I-X, in theory, it is supposed to show the number of seconds that have occurred since the Unix epoch. So January 1st, 1970 equals 0000, 000, 000, 000 and everything after that is coordinated to the exact second after that specific time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Unfortunately, this system can only is only capable of recording between certain integers. So once it tries to go past a certain number, it records it as the time before the epoch. So the last number the system can actually reach is 031408 or January 19th, 2038. After this number, it immediately goes to 204552 or December 13th, 1901. It like switches into like negative numbers for whatever reason and they couldn't figure out what's the number again? Why? 0314 what? 08. Oh. Which corresponded to January 19th, 2038. Yeah. And so he was, people think he was going back in time to gather information to fix this problem. Yeah. And he, his, you know, was a, a part of the legacy that created this computer system, the IBM yeah. 5100. So they sent him back. What a, what a great, what a great First. coincidence. Yeah. That he was just there and they're like, oh, your grandpa worked on this Let's go. Time travel. Get in this tube. Get in this tube. Get in this, get in this, get in this, this car. Get in this yeah, Corvette. get in this Corvette. It's 1960s, 1990s, or what is it? 1996? It's, yeah, 1996. My birthday. My birthday. My birthday year. My birthday year. Yep. The year of the rats. I don't know if that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Hello. You, you meowing? So when asked how he was posting in the forums now, because it's not, he was supposed to go back to 1975, and he's from 
allegedly 2036, um, he stated that he was on a stopover in the year 2000 for personal reasons. Specifically, he was collecting pictures lost in the future Civil War and to visit his family. So he went back to 1975, did all the computer stuff, came to 2000 to find pictures because in the future there will be a civil war and I lost them and don't have them in 2036. Trying to bang a Or he, and he visits family. So maybe he was, is Back to the Future, when was Back to the Future written? Hold on. We got to figure out if this guy was just ripping off Back to the Future. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Everybody pause. 1985. This guy was just. Ripping off. This guy was literally telling people the, the. Plot, plot to, to back, back to the future, future. yeah. <laughs> All right. Teeter claimed that the impending civil war would begin in 2005 with civil unrest surrounding the presidential election of that year. I don't know who was elected president that year. I didn't what look year? it up. 2005? Uh, Bush. Oh. Bush yeah. the second. Bush the second? He's not called Bush the second, though, is he? W. <laughs> D-U-B-U-A-W. <laughs> so this civil conflict would have to do with order and rights, having a, quote, this is John Teeter's word, Waco-type event every month that steadily got worse until everything erupted in 2008. The Civil War would split the United States into five regions based on various factors and differing military objectives. The war would continue on until 2015 after a brief but intense World War III. It's like the Hunger Games. District 12. Yeah. For you, for where you grew up, correct. Yeah. Where would Most you be? Likely, I don't know. Probably the same. <laughs> Appal- Appalachia. Appalachia. <laughs> so more specific details were given by Teeter. In day is the day in World War Three where Washington, D.C. and Jacksonville, Florida were destroyed. Which caused, which caused, this is weird, Omaha, Nebraska became the new capital of the United States. It's in the center. Really? Yeah, it's probably close. Is that why? Were you going to say that you don't care about Tampa, Florida? Would you say Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Yeah, we don't do Jacksonville. (laughs) Have you ever been? (laughs) That's rude. That's well. I think he was. Remember, he was from. I think he was from, or he was stationed in Florida. Yeah. So I think that's why he cared about it. Allegedly, he was stationed in Florida. Jaguars think. (laughs) Is that a wait? Is that a football team? Yes. Okay. What do they have baseball? No. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars? Yep. What color are they? Turquoise? Yeah, we'll go with that. And orange or is that the Miami Dolphins? That's the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so the it's I don't know the color. Are they purple? Are the Jaguars purple? No, they're oh. they're uh they're a uh, teal they're dark I don't know the color they go with. Okay. Um it's a very it's relatively like that color. Okay. A bit darker. Sure. Yeah. You want to be on the podcast now? Talk about the Jaguars. She's a Jaguar. <laughs> She's a Panther. So hostilities leading to the war were caused by border clashes and overpopulation is basically the details that he gave. Other posts about the war were vague at best, and some teeter claims that he joined the fight at the age of 13, while other posts describe him hiding entirely while the fighting occurred. So some people were like... It's a draft dodger. Right, but apparently he was in the military, stationed in Tampa, Florida... At the time of his time travel, you know what I mean? So everybody was like, okay, okay. So some believe that John Teeter predicted. Back to the now, hold on. I don't know a lot of, 
um, dates or things. But some people think that John Teeter predicted the Iraq War. And now, possibly, the conflict with Russia, but was just off by, like, five years. <laughs> or so. To 2008 to 2022. <laughs> well, when, when did the Iraq War start? Oh, 2001. Yeah, 2001, so, I mean, 2002. that would have been Well, close. I guess the Iraq War, if we're talking about the uh, Gulf War, that was, like, in the mid-90s. Well, he wouldn't be predicting. Why would he be predicting the past? Guys, I know what happened five years ago. Wait, I thought I thought he came back. I thought he came back in. He's in the year 2000-2001. Oh, currently? He, yes, when he's oh, okay. saying all of this. And he is saying that there will be a war. He says 2005. Okay. But. Nothing really happens in 2005. We're still just. Yeah, but we're in the war. I don't yeah. know. Listen, it's a, it's a long stretch. Yeah. So other topics discussed by Teeter in the forums were as follows. One, the threat of Kreutzfeldt Jacob disease and beef products. So when I looked this up, yes, I didn't find anything like about an outbreak, but like people have died. Like it's a thing, like people have died from it, but he was basically like, everybody needs to be careful of beef. I personally could not find anything about like a mass death from beef products, but I could be wrong. I could have just missed it. I don't know. There was there was a big mad cow disease issue in like the early to mid 2000, 2000, 2010. So you're saying that he predicted this? I don't know how many people. I don't want to say a massive death. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I don't know if he said people would die. He just was warning about the impending mad cow situation. Yeah. Which I was like, maybe it, it's called Kreutz Felt Jacob disease. It's about Jacob. That's like the scientific name for it. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. it. But I also was like, what if he predicted like the swine flu? Do you remember when? Well, how old? Do you remember that? That was like a huge thing. H one N five. Yeah, H1N1? that everybody was like, everybody's gonna get swine flu. Is, so I was like, which one's bird flu? H one N five. I don't know. Do bird flu know? was a big worry actually at the zoo recently. We thought some of our birds might have had it, but. H1N1, I think, was swine flu. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe he predicted that? I don't know. So his second prediction, this one's kind of weird, but he basically says that extraterrestrials will potentially become time travelers of the distant future. Ted Cruz? (laughs) Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That one was kind of weird to me. I wasn't... I didn't quite understand that one. Um, This one is... The tough one for me. So he predicted that the Everett Wheeler model of quantum physics or the many worlds theory is correct. He basically said this theory is what we now know as correct, like in my time. So to keep this short and simple, because I'm not a physics person at all, I took basic physics and scraped, scraped by. Is this, are they talking about God's particle? No, I don't think I don't think so. So it's more like the Schrodinger's cat situation. So yeah. to keep it short and simple for people, well, maybe it's the same thing. I don't know who don't know what the Schrodinger's cat thing because that was the easiest way for the internet to explain it to me. Schrodinger came up with the Schrodinger's cat thought experiment that illustrates a paradox of quantum superposition. So in this experiment, a cat may be considered simultaneously alive and dead as a result of its fate being linked to a random subatomic event that may or may not occur. 
So he was trying to explain that in quantum physics, an atom can exist as a combination of multiple states corresponding to different possible outcomes. So basically, the cat or the quantum system could be in multiple states, and we won't know what state it is in until we open the box or measure the system at a specific point in time. But then at that point in time, we know. But... At any other point of time, when the box was closed, we don't know. We don't know. That's why they think they technically believe like quantum particles can time travel. Yeah, it's because they like skip. Right. Yep. And you can't always find them. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. For me. Okay. Okay. That's the easiest way. <laughs> yeah, Dinah. Let's put Dinah in a box. <laughs> So the Everett Wheeler model introduced the idea of the universe splitting into different versions of itself when faced with quantum choices. So basically, like, if we were trying to measure the universe at a specific time, it kind of goes with the Schrodinger's cat situation. We don't know where the universe is, what what timeline we're on until we measure at a specific point. Well, if we're measuring right now, okay, well, me and you are sitting here doing this. Yeah. But as we, that one's hard because the universe is constantly moving. Yeah. So like, yes. where, where I'm at today, right now, now is mm-hmm. different than now. now yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and I think there's more details about it. So if you know more, please like let me know or like explain it in like our comments or whatever. But it was basically like the whole problem and why people weren't sure if this was like the 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 theory that we should you know believe or whatever right now um is because you can't it was basically like you can't stop outside sources because everybody who was trying to explain quantum physics was basically like oh we're just going to take this point in time no outside things matter and then when this came along everybody's like well you have to consider outside things because like time is relative essentially and like position yeah so so this basically um it's an attempted explanation for the bizarre wave-like behavior of individual particles and they also brought up like the double slit experiment which is like they shoot particles into two slits and when they measure it they are basically like if you measure it, if you look at it one way, it's a wave. But if you look at it a different way, it's a particle. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, so how do you measure it? So they're kind of saying, like, you can't really measure the universe because it kind of acts like waves and particles at the same time. That's very watered down. So take that with a grain of salt. But that's basically, he is saying that yeah. this model, like the Schrodinger's cat situation all the, the way up through this, is, like, correct. Like, we can't really measure, you know, whatever. So, um, this all demonstrates, the big picture, is that the world could be two things at once, or in two places at once. So, this eventually became the most accepted understanding of quantum physics surrounding our universe. So, Teeter did kind of predict this correctly, because he was, he was like the first, one of the first people to say, this is correct. And then later on down the line, everybody agreed with it. Yeah. So... Anyway, just so everybody knows. A little tangent on physics. If you like physics, don't... Get out of here. Don't, don't hate don't. me, please. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so number four, this one's a little easier. There would be no quote-unquote official Olympics after 2004. Now, we know that that's not super true, but some people think that he could have been referring to the issues with the 2008 Beijing Olympics. And some people also believe that this could, I mean, I'm pulling straws here, right? But this could, throwing spaghetti at the wall, refer to how Russia can't really compete anymore, right? They're under like... They're they're banned. Yeah, you're so like they're flat. They're you have to athletes have cannot to, compete under the Russian flag. Right, they have to be like the Olympic under the Olympic flag, right? The Russian Federation. Okay, so the Russian Olympic Federation, which is essentially the Olympic flag. Right, right. So like maybe you know what I mean? Like I don't know if you people, would get people like, talking about Lance Armstrong's <laughs> dope scandals. So his entire country. Oh my gosh, I was watching. So when I was staying with the Wiener Dogs, they have TV, obviously. That sounds weird to say, but, like, I just don't have – I've never had, like, regular – yeah, cable for a while. But Dodgeball was on, and I forgot the scene where he, like, quits. And Lance Armstrong comes up, and he's like – he's like, man, I had to stop because of cancer. Like, I hope you have a good reason or something like that. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Um, so John Teeter also predicted an overheating of our space plane – so, originally, people thought that he had predicted the Columbia Space Shuttle disaster of 2003. Yeah, that was an... Oh, but okay. other people might be like, climate change? Okay. The ozone layer yeah. heating up, maybe? But also, like, I feel like some of these... Not that I would have ever thought of it, but, like... The, they're um, not anything, like, crazy. It's not anything, like, so specific that I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Um, but, anyway, I don't the, know. Yeah, Columbia. What? Yeah. Right. yeah. It was, it was well, fun. I think it, it happened so close to when this came out that people okay. just like assumed that could be what he was talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he said that in 2001, and then two years, probably less than two years later, that happened. So people who were, I think some of these theories are from people who are big fans yeah. of John Teeter. You know what I mean? Big, big, big followers. Big followers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the posts stopped coming in late March 2001 after a final statement by Teeter read, quote, I will be leaving this world line shortly and this will be my final post. And it was. That was it? <laughs> that was it. Now, again, the conversations that he had with people are like pages wrong, long, pages wrong, pages long. Like he was having conversations with people. Think of AOL chat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind I'm of. enough. Yeah. To... That's that's where we're at. So that's that's kind of what it what it was so like i'm doing a very broad spectrum of like the more important points but he had lengthy conversations with people like going more into more detail about it but i mean i don't want to read it word for word that's just a lot so i'm just doing the broad strokes but yeah he was basically like see you guys i'm leaving remember he only came for pictures and maybe sleep with his mom so so many individuals tried to follow John Teeter's prediction throughout time. Some believe that the events John Teeter described partially lined up, kind of how we talked about just the theories that I threw out, but there were none that really hit the mark. So Teeter did claim that while traveling, there could be a 2.5% divergence in timelines. So maybe he was close and this 2.5% divergence just changed the years a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe we used a different phrasing, so we don't understand what he was saying. 
I don't know. Others thought that the presence of Teeter changed the future, so he basically, like, ruined his own predictions. So just his presence here and whatever he did kind of changed. He slept with his mom, and now he is his own dad. <laughs> so in a post... That's weird. <laughs> have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah. Where he meets... He, the guy meets his future wife. Yeah. And they start doing it. And then the other guy that was in the hot tub with them, like, starts to disappear because it's actually, like, there's a... Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, so in a post on February 2nd, 2001, John Teeter wrote, quote, Have you considered that I might have already accidentally screwed up your world line? World line. So people were taking this as, like, well, maybe... Like, he made these predictions, but him being here and going back and forth through time put us on a different... Uh, Direction. Different different tangent. Yes. Different different tangent? line. Yeah, sure. Is that what I think is tangent? Yeah. So for those who don't believe in John Teeter at all may also be correct. So private investigator Michael Lynch aired the results of an investigation into John Teeter on May 19th, 2008 on an Italian television program. Uh, and then I have the name, um, but I am not Italian. So... Voyager, I confini della conoscenza italiano. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Mamma mia, the time of travel. <laughs> so his results found no evidence of an individual with the name John Teeter. The only thing affiliated with the name was the John Teeter Foundation, a for-profit company formed on September 16th, 2003. The address connected to the foundation was a post box in Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee, Florida. This city also had an IP address that connected Teeter Teeter to the area. So, further investigation by John Houston of the Hoax Hunter website named Larry Haber the CEO of the John Teeter Foundation. Okay. Haber, an entertainment lawyer, along with his brother, a computer scientist, were probably most likely the men behind John Teeter. In 2018, a multimedia artist named Joseph Matheny came forward as a consultant for the individuals responsible for the legend of John Teeter. He was the creator of the alternate reality game Ong's Hat, which featured time travel. So Matheny stated that John Teeter, quote, is a story that was created as a literary experiment by people who were observing what I was doing with Ong's hat, and these people wanted to do something like that. I was a consultant on the project, but it wasn't my project. Sounds like a whole lot of nothing to me. I think he just wanted to be famous, but whatever. Maybe in one, maybe in one universe John Teeter existed, and in another he didn't. I mean, if, if we're talking about different, different dimensions yeah you know who's to say that he just didn't accidentally jump into our dimension for our a year yeah and then he when he time traveled he got on a different line and it's like he never existed yeah it's a shame just saying a wasted life a wasted life for well maybe so on our planet for our timeline, my timeline might yeah. not be yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Now I'm gonna, now I'm freaked out. <laughs> Ghosts are just people who are lost 
in between timelines. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, they're all old. That's why they're there's all no, there's old. No, there's no recent ghosts. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. So 2015 ghosts. <laughs> I wish there was. <laughs> Tell me to piss off an ice cream. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's basically the end of the story. I mean, a lot of people think that he didn't exist, but some people don't believe what these people found. You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows is what I'm saying. Do you think this story is going to keep you up at night, or do you think you'll still be able to sleep as snug as a bug and rug? Depends if I take the time to look at all the what he wrote about, but if I don't, probably not. Yeah, that's true. I think there is, I mean, like I said, I, I this is a very broad spectrum but, I mean, there's more details, and I'm sure – I didn't really look at – I did not really look at people being like, you know, that he said this. Well, this this is an explanation for it. I just looked at, like, what he wrote and then just kind of off the cuff. Why are you looking at me like that? No. What? No. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're staring at me too intently. I want you to pay attention. Don't get me wrong. It's not that much. <laughs> yep. Meow. So anyway, yeah, what do you think? Final thoughts. Do you think time travel is real? Did this story help you believe in time travel more? Not in that way. Oh. I do think at some point... Nope, my laundry's done. Laundry's done. <laughs> <laughs> Goal. <laughs> Two one mailers. No. <laughs> um, the not in our lifetime. You don't think time travel will be? I don't. I don't. No, just based on like, because if you're going to, you're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to be in a place that warps time. Yeah. Like just in f- physically warps time. And there's no way we get to that any time in our lifetime. Buckles. Or those places across the world where people are like, this is a weird vortex. Yeah. Fun zone. And it's like their backyard and they're like, pay a quarter. and Pay a quarter. And like, this house is upside down. <laughs> yes, yeah. When I put this ball, it's going to roll up. But don't look at all the people in the corner that are almost sipping over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just Good times. And... I don't know what you're talking about. Good times. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your final thoughts and feelings. And I'm very sad that I didn't convince you. What is the last story that we did? I can't even remember, but I was trying to convince you of something else as well. I was like, oh, maybe this will help you. Like, oh, no, it was you and Allie. I was like, do you guys believe in hypnotism? Well, maybe this story will help you believe it. Oh. No. But that guy just got murdered, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. There was that one, then there was, I don't know if it was Allie or not, about the Texas UFO. That was like, oh, that's UFO's right. real. And I was like, that guy just made that up. That's right, that was us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're hey, right, you're hey, right, you're right. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, town's really boring. <laughs> yes, but this, listen. Yeah. Crazy thing just happened. The UFO landed. <laughs> where is it? We already, we, we already... We already pushed him to well. Where where was the pilot? Well, he we buried him. Yeah. Can we dig him up? No. Nope. Gone. We <laughs> no. covered him in calm. Aurora. Aurora, Texas. Yep. Gone. Continue to page B2. <laughs> this crazy silver metal thing just flew, fell out of the sky. It fell out of the sky. Yeah, but we talked about Chicken Little. So. <laughs> Which that's literally exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to see pictures, there are some interesting. I'll maybe find some screenshots of like his text with other people. But I think there's um pictures of like the contraption, allegedly the schematics. So we took the time to is that the right word schematics. Yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. I'll post it. Schematics. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to see our pictures, go to Facebook. It's just Bug and a Rug. Instagram and Twitter are both at BIAR Podcast. Um, our website, my website. I keep saying our with like whoever is sitting with me. It's mine, guys. <laughs> it's mine and Dinah's. Yeah. <laughs> she has a share. Um, it's Bug. No. Yes. It's Bug and And then our email is at BIAR Podcast. I know. Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. I think. I rarely get emails, so I'm not 100% sure if that's right or not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion. Um, yeah. Brewer John Teeter. So, signing off, I'm Kaylin. Jack. Goodbye.